Hello and welcome to the Green Pod Podcast. Tonight I am joined by two regulars of the Green Pole. First of all, I'm joined by Thomas. How are you doing, Tom? I'm good. Yeah, ready to get into this one. I'm glad you are. Uh, Kieran, <laughs> Mr. Thibault, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Just just enjoying life, really, and ready, ready to beat Chelsea. That's the first fine. Oh no! That's the very first fine. If you no. three in one one podcast, that you removed. You should get kicked off. I'm, I'm, I'm half tempted here. <laughs> oh, show, no. show him a yellow card. Say it at some point. It's a yellow card. No, we're going to a whole podcast about saying that name. Um, right. So, Thomas. Either. <laughs> uh, in terms of derbies. Uh, where does this rank for you in terms of the hatred level? Um, yeah, it's right up there, isn't it? For for us as as a club to, uh, in a word, well, I guess in the recent years, especially be be uh, be the smaller of the two, um, it's, it's it just hurts because we don't beat them very often. This is probably our best shot in a long time. With the way they're playing and the way, you know, they're shipping goals. They got Koulibaly at the back, who you know turns like a dump truck. And you know, <laughs> I just think, I just think this is it. You know, thirty-eight-year-old Thiago Silva. It's just a pity the Mitrovic isn't there, isn't it? Um, but yeah, in terms of derbies, it's it's right up there. You ask any Fulham fan, and they'll tell you this is the one they look at when the fixtures come out. This is the one they look forward to. Everyone wants to get there. I'm, I'm so glad that it, it's an evening game because I think the cottage under the lights is just something special. And uh, yeah, I just can't wait to go. It just, you know, let's soak in the atmosphere from, from the moment I sit down and just, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be incredible. And I just, just hope that we show up on the night and put Chelsea, uh, Chelsea to bed. Yeah. Okay. That's two fines in one sentence. evening. Uh, Thibaut, without receiving a fine, explain, if you can, where does this fixture rank in terms of the derbies? And Yeah, as, as Thomas said, it's it's quite a big one. Um, and, of course, Chelsea... Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll just no. do a derby or something for the, for the sake that of the podcast. Down the road. Uh... Then down the road. Well done, Thibaut. You corrected yourself, so uh, I'll Very keep the other card in the pocket for that one. I didn't really say the whole thing. Anyway, um, yeah, that lot down the road, they're in poor form at the moment. Um, not doing the best. So as Tom said, I think it's our best chance to beat them. Um, and yeah, um, we haven't beat we haven't been very successful in recent in recent years. Um, but I think it'll be I think it'll be a great game on Thursday. Um, and I think we definitely have a chance of winning. So I definitely put it up there um, as one of the most notable London derbies. Um, whenever I mean, it, it's only really focused on when Fulham are in the Premier League, but um, it's still up there with with one of the best. Yeah, I think depending on your age and what area, what era you started going, I think whether it's um, them lot down the road, the bus stop in Hounslow, or them lot from Shepherd's Bush, um, for me it's always them lot down the road. I I just they're the ones that I, I'd want to beat more than anyone throughout the season. If you give me one win a season, it'd be them. Um, and I don't really care about the other 36 games, as long as we beat them twice. Um, but we've now won four in a row. 
since the return from the World Cup. Uh, Thomas, are you confident we can make it five from five and also get a third consecutive clean sheet? Oh, um, I'm hopeful rather than confident. I think if Mitrovic had been there, there'd be a lot more confidence. And I think that that probably goes for the whole fan base, to be honest. But with Palina, uh, I think Palina and Reed will have the better of the midfield. And if we win that battle in, in the midfield with the high intensity, high, high press, you know, and you know, have no fear attacking their back line, which I don't think you should, because to me it's it's porous. It it it'll ship goals every game if you attack it. Um yeah, I think I think we can win the game. Um so yeah, I I'm I'm not confident. I'm 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 hopeful more than confident. But I, honestly, it's it's our best shot of beating them in years, and uh, yeah, it would just be brilliant to go there to, to win the game, wouldn't it? So, mm. Tibo, what's your thought? Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's quite a big game. Um, the fans know it, the players know it. And I think Marco Silva knows it as well. So, of course, we prepare for every game in the same way. Every game's a big game. I think this one is. It does top. All, all the biggest games, really. Um, so I think we will hopefully see an improvement in our performances after recent after the recent weeks. Obviously, scrappy wins at Leicester and Southampton, but I think we'll come back and and put on a good show. Um, and therefore, I do think, um, as like just like Tom, really, uh, I'm I'm less confident but more hopeful um, because, of course, without Mitrovic, it does make a difference. But of course. It, it does pose the question, which I'm sure you'll ask later on, who who does start in that forward position for us? Um, and how does it make a difference, really? Um, so it'll be interesting to see which way it goes, but I've definitely got an element of confidence there, but at the same time, I don't want to get too ahead of myself. Um, so, yeah, more hopeful for this game. But I'm, in terms of a clean sheet as well, I think, I think you mentioned, um, I don't really see us getting a clean sheet against Chelsea because... Uh, <laughs> um, oh no, I've done it again. Uh, just gonna... <laughs> I just skip over it. Skip over. skip over it. I don't really see us getting a clean sheet. Um, however, if, if we do, it's a miracle. Um, <laughs> I'm about to get fined again. Aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, I think I picked the wrong two to come on the podcast tonight. Um... Should, should have invited Dan after all. <laughs> Look, as I've always said, we only do one take on this podcast. There's no editing. There's no doing anything. This is just <laughs> three or four, <laughs> three or four people having a, a conversation about Fulham, um, and we'll never change. So these finds are brilliant. Um, confidence, confidence, and Fulham never really goes hand in hand, does it? But I think no. you've both made very good points. We're probably not <laughs> going to get a better chance of of beating them. I don't think we've had this much of a good chance in many a year, to be honest. Uh, yeah. Yes, it'd be a bit better if Mitrovic was in a starting lineup, but I, I think Vinicius is getting. I think we had this conversation last week. He gets a lot of unwarranted slack, in my opinion. Uh, well, a lot of unwarranted criticism. Um, and you know his movement on Saturday at times was was brilliant. Uh, Chelsea's. I've done it. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> you know, I got to make you both. All three of us now. Um, That's a hat trick. 
their defense isn't quick at all. There's definitely avenues to exploit, uh, whether that's down down the wings with Willie and Robinson, Tete. You know, there's going to be joy there. It's just whether we can be clinical enough as well as scoring that first goal. Um, but look, them lot are on a dismal run, and I'm extremely happy about that. Very, very happy. Um, I'm sleeping very well at night, um, knowing that their uh, their fan their fan base is in turmoil. Um, <laughs> see, we've really discussed it, but it is though, isn't it? This is probably our best chance of beating them since 2006, Thomas. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. They're they're in poor form. Seems like the fan base is beginning to turn on Potter already. You know, they don't know their best eleven. They're missing loads of players for injury. I've always already mentioned the, the centre-backs, which no one should be scared going up against. I mean, I know Dan James gets a lot of stick, but surely this is a game for Dan James. Surely. You know, when running at Kula Bali, he's not even going to see him. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just it's, it's our best chance. 100% our best chance. You've got a 38-year-old Thiago Silva in that back line as well. Yeah, he's still quality though. He still reads the game really well. Um, he is. But yeah, in terms of pace, I think Dan James will still probably go past him with no problem. So I reckon he could walk quicker than uh, yeah. he could run. Just put Dan James up front. Well, this is well, it. This it's, is... It's, this is a question, isn't it? And that's a yeah. question I'll be asking very soon. He can um, he can play up there, I swear. But um, yeah, yeah. suppose we've got a few that could sort of deputise. Mm-hmm. Um, but Thibaut, just it's it's got to happen, isn't it? it yeah. it's surely got to happen. It it would it it would be very foolish of us to 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 bottle it, really. Um, Chelsea are there for the taking. Um, <laughs> oh, there we go. Um, <laughs> as Tom said, they're, they're plagued with injuries. They're on poor form. Um, the connection between the players in Potter seems to be dis like just breaking really and the fans aren't enjoying watching watching them um it's interesting that um this is graham potter's second time visiting craven cottage this season with a different team so it'll be interesting to see whether he uses the same tactics he used at brighton um which we did of course win um but yeah it'll be it'll be interesting to see um what happens but it, it would be silly of us not to take advantage of such a good opportunity to beat them yeah, and the thing is that night against Brighton, we I thought we beat them fairly convincingly as well. Um, Definitely. Yes, it's it's the same manager. Yes, it's a different team, but I think if you take away, if if you put their team under someone else's name, I think this match becomes a whole lot easier. Um, but the fact it's them, and the fact that it is a derby, and form does go out the window in in local derbies, probably just gives them the slight edge. Um, and I hate to say that, but you know, we're little, we're little old Fulham who would never play in a Premier League, according to their fan base, many years ago. So, you know, <laughs> we're just we're just happy to be here. <laughs> so you both touched on it uh, up top, um, Thomas. The the million dollar question is: Does Venetia star up top on Thursday? I think he will. I think I think the way we play is. It's geared towards having that target man who holds the ball, brings players into the game. And, you know, if he doesn't, then, you know, it's a massive kick in the teeth to him, really, isn't it? 
think about it because he's been brought in to play under study to Mitrovic. If he doesn't start in a game where Mitrovic is suspended and we end up changing the whole system and playing with a false nine, or, you know, playing with no striker, really no recognised striker, then, you know, you really have to question whether he's going to be at Fulham very long at all. So for me, he has to play. Um, I do think he did all right against Hull. Um, he had that, I think he had one good chance. He snatched that, I think, a volley or something. I can't quite remember, but I think he had one good chance. He snatched a bit at, but I thought his holdout pay was was relatively okay. He, his movement was decent. He was bringing players into the game. All right, it's Hull City, but, you know, in and amongst the Fulham eleven, uh, you know, that would normally play, not the, not the, not the so-called B team that played against Hull. Um, he might be a bit, bit better, you know, be a bit, bit more understanding of the players around him. So, yeah, I think, I think, um, although I'd like to see Dan James come on at some point, if he doesn't start, come on at some point and stretch the Chelsea, def- uh, God's sake, stretch their defence um, late on in the game. Um, I think, uh, I think Vinicius has to start. Yeah, well, I suppose, Tibbo, I'm going to ask you this. Obviously, I was going to ask you the same question, but does playing Vinicius up against two very slow centre-backs just play into their hands? Or mm. because Mitrovic isn't there, do you think Silva would just go, right, our best chance of winning is getting in and behind them? Um, yeah. So does he then go, right, Vinicius, I'm sorry, but we're going to change our tactics a little bit? Do you think he could spring a surprise and perhaps, as you said, put Daniel James down the middle yeah. or even Bobby Reid, if, if you yeah, want even Bobby Reid. Um, you know, so... Difficult question, really, because, of course, as we've already mentioned, our, our style of play is really altered to having that main man up top. Mm. Um, so to change it for one game could be a, it would be a shock to the system. Um, however, I wouldn't rule it out because Marco Silva comes up with with surprises and things all the time, um, which is why we, we trust in the process. Um, but yeah, it will be, it will be. I, I do expect Vinicius to start, um, and I think it will be interesting to see how we do get him behind them because, of course, their two centre backs are very good, um, and apart from the awful defending we saw against City and or City both times um, I think we do have this like the pace to like kind of exploit them really um, it'll be uh, it'll be good to see Solomon hopefully um, to feature um, and as Tom said I'd like to see Dan James come come on as well because I think his pace will definitely suit the game um, but yeah it's, it's a difficult question now, actually Um yeah, yeah on the spot there. <laughs> <laughs> for me personally, I think I'd like to see Daniel James go up top through the middle, uh, only because you know Silva and Kudabali are not going to have a clue on how to deal with James. Now, the only way they could probably stop him is by fouling him, um, and there's only so many times you can foul him before you ended up getting booked and perhaps getting sent off. Uh, but then, do you sort of go right? You know, no Mitrovic finishes is the logical replacement. And then just stick to how we've always played, especially this season. Uh, I think Vinicius does start. But if I had my way, I'd probably go Daniel James for the middle. And I know there's going to be a lot of people probably not liking that answer. But 
we we can scare them with pace. They hate pace. Um, and Daniel James has that in abundance. So does Bobby Reed as well, to be fair. So, you know, I think I think Vinicius does start, but I'm all for springing a surprise or two. Uh, so, Thomas, you're starting 11. Fire away. Uh, been Leno, Robinson, Ream, Diop, Tete, Reed, Palina, Pereira, and then it'll be Bobby Reed, Willian, and then Vinicius. Ooh, interesting. So Bobby Reed starts on the right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thibaut? Uh Mine would be fairly similar. Not not even similar. It'd be the exact same as um, Tom's, but I would most likely switch Bobby Reed for Dan James on the wing. Um, yeah, I think his pace would would benefit us. Yeah, I I, I can actually see that starting eleven happening, but I think if we can bring in Daniel James for Vinicius and perhaps start Manos Solomon on the right instead of Bobby Reed. Again, it just adds a different dimension. It's just it's just whether Solomon's fit enough to, to not only start a game, but can he play 90 minutes now? Um, the answer is probably no. But I'd like to see him get even more minutes than than he had on Saturday. Um, so the golden question, score predictions. Thomas, give us all some positive positivity, please. Well, no, normally when I predict it goes completely the other way um <laughs> right so tibo um i think with the with the atmosphere under the lights we get into them early i think 2-1 i think we can win the game 2-1 just imagine 10 o'clock thursday evening and we've won 2-1 oh yeah it's made of Uh, (laughs) come on score prediction always a difficult one especially a game as big as this Um, but I'm going to have to agree with Tom and go 2-1 2-1 victory Um, I promise I'm not copying you with everything uh, everything you say Tom Um, but I'd have to go with 2-1 Chelsea I see Chelsea scoring I've said it twice there and I'm not even sorry Um, (laughs) (laughs) um i think i think with as as tom said with the atmosphere and how big the game is i think we'll pull through and get the three points yeah it's it's a really difficult one i was there in 2006 when boa scored uh drogba cheated he slapped the ball in and put it in i think round crossly which was rightfully ruled out by mike dean and I've always been a fan of him ever since that day. Yeah. Um, I suppose if I had to pick a score prediction, I'm going to go 2 0. Now, Ooh. The, I did mention the over three and a half cards at Leicester. That was correct. Um, my prediction for the Leicester game, I think, was 1 0. So I, I'm on a roll here. I, I think I feel like, you know, I'm starting to know what I'm talking about. But yeah, you know, if you win two 0 now, you're going to have to buy us all lottery tickets. Hey, listen, if, if it's <laughs> if it's two 0 then drinks are on me. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> but I can I can just see a scoring early, 
having a few more chances, not being able to to kill the game off, get very edgy in the second half, and then we're just going to score the second goal out of nothing. Um, I see Willian scoring against his um his former. Yeah, yeah. I could see Willian wanting to put a show on. Definitely will want to roll back the years. It's on the cards, isn't it? Exactly. See, I think our player to watch. I think there's one player we're sort of pinning our hopes on. Well, I am anyway. It would be Anthony Robinson. Purely because Azpilicueta is finished. I think Milk turns quicker than he does. Um, and he's, he's just got pace to burn. And I think if we can get him in the game, get him running down the flanks and just putting balls in, if it is to Vinicius. I'm hoping they've had enough time in training to work out, you know, if I get to the byline, you go near post, back post. But I think he's a player to watch for us um, on Thursday night. So, before we go, we did draw Sunderland in the Cup. Uh, Thomas, we should go through that, shouldn't we? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a home game. It's a, it's a good draw considering it got down to like the f- last four teams and Man City was still there. <laughs> I was thinking, oh God, here we go again. <laughs> Um, and then when Emil Heskey put his hand on the ball, he actually had his hand on, uh, I think, Boreham Wood and Accrington for us and then switched last minute to Sunderland. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, Sunderland, they'll bring a big following. They're doing well in the Championship. It'll be, I think it'll be another similar side that we put out against Hull. Um, but I think we'll come through it. Um, yeah, I think we'll win that one. Tibbo? Yeah, I'd agree. Um, I definitely see us sure. going through. Um, be able to rub it in my best friend's face as well because he's a Sunderland fan. Um, and yeah, I think we'll put out a similar side. Um, it'll be a good game. We haven't played Sunderland for a while. Um, they'll bring a lot, a large following. I'm guessing down from Sunderland. Obviously, Craven Cottage. We love FA Cup games, so we can hope for a successful victory um, to see us through to another round of hopefully not playing Man City. <laughs> That's a banker now in the next round, isn't it? Now you've mentioned it, Tibbo. Yeah, that should be another fine, just another word to get fined for. Man so. <laughs> City and FA Cup in the same sentence. But it's inevitable, isn't it? Mm. We, we, you know, if, if we're going to win the FA Cup, which I'm sure we will do one day, probably not in our lifetime, but one day, you're going to have to beat the likes of Man City at some stage. Mm. But I don't know. It's inevitable. Ah, oh, yes. Inevitable. But look, gentlemen, it's been an absolute pleasure. I tell you what, Dan's sitting there counting his fine money as we speak <laughs> because we've racked up probably about 20 fines. Um, but I hope this is the game that I want to win more than any. You know, if we had Mitrovic, I think we'd all be buzzing. We'd all be going, yes, we're definitely winning. But the fact he's not there just dampens that optimism ever so slightly. Uh, mm. But look, I'll give. I'll let you both have a the final say, Thomas. Anything you want to say before we uh, finish the podcast for this evening? I don't regret any fines as long as we win the game on Thursday. I'll pay everyone's fine. <laughs> Thank you, Tibbo. <laughs> uh, I'm sure you're going to agree with that. But do you like any last last in words? Um, let, let's hope for a fine result on Thursday. Hey. <laughs> Way. <laughs> it's quite good it's quite good Tibber. up the Fulham yeah I know very I'm really good, good. <laughs> thank me later <laughs> you're sitting on that all day 
He has, yeah, isn't he? He's sitting there. I'm going to get that in. <laughs> but them lot at home, under the lights, at the cottage, Thursday evening, be there, see us win, and just have an amazing evening. And we look forward to speaking to you on Friday, talking about a Fulham win. And if we haven't won, then it may not be a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> have a good week, gentlemen. And you, mate. Cheers. And you, cheers.